Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Unorganized Thoughts. I'm Jay Jones. Um, on this podcast, just to give you guys a little bit of an introduction, and it's really just about speaking on issues and not only speaking truth, but kind of maybe providing some background information on some things that you might browse, you know, through your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, you might see something, you might even have a comment or opinion on it, but it's so much quick information these days, quick, 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 and that's the kind of the beautiful, the beauty of podcasts to kind of go along with, like, news articles still, where, like, they really give you more than this, the layer, you know, you don't, you get the story, but you get details of the story, that kind of helps you formulate your opinion. Because I think, you know, that's something as a society right now we're really struggling in is. And we've seen this last couple of weeks with different issues. Example, the Jesse Smollett. Where it's just like, boom. You get something and you react. And they report it. And they only report it on Twitter. And you only put so much on Twitter. And so there's no detail, no background information. Nobody wants to just sit back and say, hey. I probably shouldn't comment on this. Let me get some more details. I'm going to let it settle. We don't do that in this generation, man. It's all about making a comment, making a comment, figuring it out right away. So in this show, I just want to take an issue. I mean, it might be some fun. might be music. might be sports. might be something a little bit more serious or just a social issue. And I mean, I'm not, I don't take myself serious, but it might be something, you know, that's going on in the news that people are taking serious. But we're just going to talk about it. I'm trying to do, you know, give a give an intelligent, unorganized opinion on it. Meaning, let's say unorganized. Meaning, now me buttoned up. It's not going to be, you know, the same cliches. Like I'm trying to just speak the realest that I can speak, but also do it in an intelligent way for people out there who really just want. They want all these issues and all these problems we have in our society and all these discussions, all these debates. We have too much tribal thinking. We have too much of people believing so much in something. It's great to believe in something. I believe in stuff. You know, just lay it out here on the line. I'm I'm left leaning. I probably call myself a a moderate Democrat. So I have beliefs that I really, really believe strongly in. But if you believe strongly in something, doesn't mean that you have to kind of go a hundred this way. And I can only go a hundred this way. And if I even give a little bit on this issue in my eyes and the people who I, my tribe, then I'm not supporting the cause. And that's just not true. You can support something and still point out, oh, the other side is a good point. Oh, I can see from this perspective why the other side feels this way. And that's a perfect introduction to what I want to talk about on our first official episode. Shout out, subscribe, tell a friend, do what you got to do. But uh, the first official episode, I just want to focus on is kind of a very touchy, touchy issue. And I don't want to talk about necessarily the issue. I want to talk about things going around, that's around the issue and the details of the issue. Because not, I don't, I, I'm just going to tell you what it is. Um, we're going to talk about abortion. If you guys have been on the news on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen it on Facebook or whatever. Um, maybe a month ago or so, 
maybe a little bit longer than that, um, New York uh, passed a controversial bill, very controversial on social media, um, late-term late term abortion bill. Um, and I'm just going to speak facts here. Don't agree with me. You know, I'm not arguing late-term abortion. I'm just telling you the facts. The facts about it was that it's only for when women are in risk, uh, their health is in risk, or the <coughs> fetus may not survive. So this was a big, it was a big controversy because people just obviously don't believe in abortion, don't believe in abortion. Period. Um, of course, others believe in abortion in certain circumstances in a certain time period. I mean, people going back and forth, and a lot of the truth kind of got mixed up, and that kind of led to what we had um, a few days ago. The Senate Democrats voted against a bill bill that would have made it criminal for a to- for a doctor to not provide care to a baby who survived the abortion tip. Now, talking about this, it's very, very frustrating because I've seen I'm gonna pull up some stuff, guys. You give me half a second. This is so frustrating. Because you see if people with like real fan bases and real audiences just not speaking facts about the issue. And look, I'm not arguing about abortion. I'm a Christian. Um, and I can tell you that I'm fine with abortion rights because I'm not a woman. And I believe that a woman should decide. And you'll be judged about your actions. Me personally, I can tell you that I don't, I don't know. I've thought about it and past situations, being honest, as a young man, when you thought you might have made a mistake here or there, um, but I've never been in a situation where I had to make a decision like that, so I don't know how, and I'm probably old enough now that I probably wouldn't ever do that, most likely, um, of course, unless it was uh, a medical thing with my unborn child, and we'll talk about that um, as well, but I pull up the exact quote. But someone like Essie, Essie Cup, she's on CNN. Um, she, it's a prayer, paraphrase here. She pretty much described late term, what, what the Democrats voted against, late term abortion, this bill that you have to provide health for any baby that survives um, abortion attempt. As Democrats voted for people ripping babies from their mother's hands, which is extreme. That's not what they voted for. You can say you don't believe in it. You can say I don't believe in abortion, period. But to say that is just not true. And we've had we had Megan Kelly on her show. Uh, same type, just saying you're 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 not you're, you're you're when you make this vote, you're pretty much giving people the right to kill babies. And it's like Let's get to the core of the issue. I don't care if you're for abortion or against it. You can be for it. You can be against it. But I hope this issue is kind of a microcosm of how as intelligent people who can speak in nuance and have debates and conversation with people who we don't agree with, we can sit down at the table. We can kind of organize these things and set them up to a way where, okay, hey, I don't agree with you, but... I'm not going to put this label on you because it's dangerous. Because I'll put this label on you. Someone who's 
not as detailed and deep in the conversation and information as we are, they're just going to hear this part where I'm saying you're ripping, you're allowing doctors to rip newborn baby from their mother and kill them. And that's dangerous. And that spreads fake news. And that is just not the way that intelligent people should be having a debate. Because debate is great. That's the best thing about America is we don't agree on a lot of stuff. But let's keep it in perspective. And I want to do this topic just because, I mean, it is a hot button issue. I mean, you know, I grew up in a religious family. I'm in the, the Bible Belt. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, of course. And a lot of people are against this. This is this the thought of it is hard. And again, I don't want to. I'm not talking about whether you like abortion or not. I'm talking about the facts of what uh, the, the, Senate, the Senate Democrats voted against, what the Senate Republicans voted for. These are the facts. <clears throat> so, some just some late term abortion stories and facts that I found. Just a little bit of research I did. Um, US, US, USA Today published a great story from Katie Carson. Much Katie in a situation where her baby developed catastrophic brain malformations. And pretty much what this was, was her baby, if it was born, was going to be guaranteed a brief life. Like was gonna was gonna live very long, and in this brief life, it was gonna um, have a lot of full body seizures, full body muscle cramps. It wouldn't have been able to talk, wouldn't be able to walk. Obviously, it wasn't gonna survive that long. But even if it did, it wouldn't have had the function to do that. It wouldn't be able to hold his head up. It wouldn't be able to swallow or even sleep most of the time because it was just it would be so uncomfortable. And she said, "This is why." Her and her husband, after exhausting every single option that they had, they decided that they wanted to have an abortion. And if you're against abortion, period, that's great. But if you look at a story like this, your child is going to live maybe a couple weeks. His entire life, two-week life, it's going to be in painful seizures. It's not going to be able to sleep, not going to be able to swallow. And you're going to have to go through that for two weeks. Then eventually it's going to pass away. Whether you agree with abortion or not, and whether you say, hey, I just don't believe in it. I would have just had it. I would have had the baby and I would have dealt with it. I would have dealt with the pain after it passed. That's fine. But I think if you read a story like this, you understand why. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be so harsh towards people with this view because there are women out here like that and even if I wouldn't have done it I can look at this lady and say oh this situation I understand there's some other facts that I looked up only 1.5% of all abortions um, occur that late into term right before birth I mean it's extremely 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 rare I mean there's what millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people in America and it's probably a thousand, makes a couple thousand maybe who deal with this or are going to deal with this issue. Extremely rare. Uh, 91% of all abortions occur before 13 weeks. So most abortions, most, most abortions are extremely early term. 
a little bit, somewhere a little bit in the midterm area, but late term abortion is very, very rare. You have to get that out there because, you know, when you report something, you say something over and over and over again, it makes it seem like, oh, this is going on like every, all the time. It's just not, it's extremely rare. And again, a lot of these situations, like the story I just read about uh, Katie Carson, where, you know, they have to make it, they have to make a decision. Pretty much, it's just put it in the plain terms, like, you want to give him a painful death, a, a non-painful death now, or have him live a painful life and then have a painful death. By the way, how they didn't rip it, they didn't get a claw or a tool and scrape, I mean, just gross thing to think about, but she didn't, they didn't do it this way. They had a, you know, injection to the womb, the baby fell asleep and passed away. That's extremely difficult. Either way, that's extremely, extremely difficult, hard decision. But again, I hope if you are saying these things and you're representing the other side, stick to your point and stick to your beliefs. You have every right, but I hope you have a little more understanding of why these people who do these things aren't monsters. She's not killing her baby because she doesn't want it. All of a sudden, you know, oh, I don't want a baby. No, it's much deeper than that. She would love to have that baby. She just had this extremely rare disease. Here's another story. Brain, uh, brain abnormalities. Uh, technical term is agnus of the corpus gallium and polymagia. I probably didn't say that right. Uh, but the breakdown in layman's terms, his left and right parts of his brain wouldn't connect. He wouldn't be able to uh, suck or swallow. He would have to live in the hospital because of uncontrollable seizures and his life expectancy wouldn't be very long. So again, this is another story I looked up. This was on CNN. They ran a story of a couple women, um, a couple really heartbreaking stories. But again, this is another um, story where the mother just had no choice, pretty much had no choice. I mean, the choice was uh, have a, give my child a not painful death in my womb or I don't like even talking about the details because it's just such it's so sad and just you can't imagine how these women these families felt. But I tell these stories because again, I want to I want to reset the table for these things, right? Before, hopefully, you know, you have the scene. You don't know people like that. This is it's extremely rare. In your head, you're saying, I don't care what happens. I just can never have abortion. I was raised on that. My beliefs. I can never kill, quote unquote your eyes kill a baby. I just can't. And you probably still have that belief, but I hope now you can understand why, oh, okay. It's terrible, 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 awful situation. I might not even agree with it, but I can understand why these women did this. And I some some other little facts I got. Um, another story I read, a lady had severe preclampsia pretty much uh she was being poisoned by her baby um i'm not sure if it was the fluid or whatever or something along those lines was poisoning her poisoning her and like she tried every option can't have the baby extremely early doctor said no it's just not safe pretty much doctor said we have to we have to have an abortion of your baby or it might kill you he said you don't have any time to have a to have a uh, C-section, you don't have any time to have a birth. You don't have any time to wait and think. No, it's like you're literally dying. We have to make a decision right now, and 
either you abort the baby to save your life or you put yourself in extreme risk of dying. And like I said, extremely tough. This lady, no one wants to go through that. She's extremely excited. Her husband's excited. Her family was excited. They're faced with this problem, this real life problem that women have to go through. Not many, but there are groups of women in this country that have to make this decision. And I hope, you know, seeing it from their perspective, you can kind of remove the the attacking words and the awful language to be like, oh, I understand. Might not agree with it. I understand. And as we, you know, unpack this late term abortion issue and touch a little bit on abortion as a whole, it's just, to me, it's just frustrating in general. And why it's frustrating for me and some people who are a little bit more left leaning. Um, it's frustrating because if you look at the people who are going so, 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 so hard on this, and you have every right to, because again, I'm a Christian, um, and I didn't really talk about abortion, but it was never an accepted thing. I mean, I know my family wouldn't have ever accepted it if I had to go through it. So it's tough, and you do have, a, you know, just the way you raised in the church, you have this strong moral beliefs and this is one of your moral beliefs abortion abortion wrong abortion wrong abortion wrong you have every single right and i totally understand your right to have that opinion but i just wish i just wish especially as christians that if we're going to go on that ledge which is totally fine which i understand i want us to go on this ledge every ledge and i just want to connect this to some other things um like for example criticizing women very very rare groups of women who make this decision having a baby is just not cheap and having a baby with complications to put somebody anybody in in hospice care which is these women if their baby would have even lasted a month two months six months their miracle seven months they wouldn't they would have had to hire somebody in the home or they have to put them in a hospice care and Again, these are women who, they, they were middle class, but they didn't have a lot of money. And hospice care, on average, is $10,000 per month. Can you imagine the cost of that on a single mother or a struggling family who get this horrible, horrible news about their baby is probably not going to last more than a couple weeks and maybe a couple months. And the only option they have was to watch people watch their child struggle and die, and they might even have to put them in a place where it's ten thousand dollars a month. People don't have that kind of money; they just don't. And I wish people had a little more understanding with that. And if you go into how much things cost, how much a doctor visit costs, how much children cost, let's say the uh, uninsured percentage. I went on the United Health Foundation, and I'm in Atlanta, I'm in Georgia. Georgia has one of the highest uninsured population in the country. 32.2% of people aren't insured. Um, I think either, I'll go back and check the stats. Either not by not by private or Medicare. There's a gap. You know, some people are, are in the middle. Um, there's a gap. That's a high percentage of uninsured people. Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, double digits, 
of people who are not insured. And these, again, when these things come up, I just hope as hard as we fought for abortion as Christians and people, we fight. We fight for people getting health care some way. You agree with you agree with the health care system we have, or you want to come up with a better one, whatever. I hope we can be as hard towards giving people health care as we do, you know, towards other issues that we believe um, strong in our faith. And I say the same thing about um, foster care. That's what you get a lot, you know. People, it's people out there who are dying to have babies. Yes, that's true. It's people out there who cannot have babies and they adopt. People who have children and adopt. There's amazing people out there. But at the end of the day, a lot of people who adopt, they feel compelled to adopt from other countries or they feel compelled to adopt younger children or, you know, a little bit more specific on the kind of children they adopt. We have 397,000 children in foster care right now. Most of those children will be in foster care for at least three to six years. Some, unfortunately, thinks it's too... 20,000 of them would age out of the system. That just lets you know, yeah, we have people out there who are willing to adopt and who are going through the process of adoption. It's a tough process. It takes a long time. But there's just not enough people adopting to get all the children who need homes. So again, I wish as Christians or and people who have faith are just good people, period, have that same energy right now as we do when we have all this huge population of people who don't have insurance, who can't go to the doctor, even if they can't go to the doctor, they can't afford it. These kids out here who, you know, they're getting to this, into the system. When they enter the system, they have a higher risk of homelessness, a higher risk of being unemployed, a higher risk of dropping out of school, being uneducated, a higher risk of being on drugs, a higher risk of being depressed. I hope that we can understand all the factors um, that attribute to, you know, this country, especially in the South, some of these rural, more poor communities. Let's fight, fight for what you believe in, let's fight for these people as well. And this is some stats that I found. And we can go about this all day. Um, I know that I've got the Georgia graduation, graduation rate for black men, for black boys is at 55.3 of so over half of black boys in Georgia don't graduate high school, which is insane. You know, in this country, you can't do anything without a college degree, let alone high school. You really can't do anything. And it's almost half of, you know, black boys are going or graduating high school with or not even graduating high school. They're dropping out. And that's a 15.3 percent gap. Um, I think white children in Georgia are at 70, around 70 percent. White boys are around 70% of graduating high school. And black black boys in Georgia are at 553 That's just insane. <clears throat> the highest is the District of Columbia, where all these politicians work. 56.3% of black boys in the District of Columbia will not graduate high school. And it's just insane. I have some more stats. I'm not going to go through them. But the point is, two points. First, let's, to- let's tone down the rhetoric. Let's have a let's have a healthy debate, you know, for abortion, you're against abortion, late term, non late you, you you're down whatever medical induced, you know, to save a life, to whatever. Whatever the conversation is, let's just keep it civil. Because at the end of the day, 
the extreme people on Twitter, on social media, they pull us. You know, they pull our emotions, they pull our pain, they pull us to the point where we're, we're fighting. We're not listening. We're not understanding that, oh, hey, I'm against abortion, but I get why people who are for this late term and special circumstances, I get it. I heard that woman's pain. I heard her story. I understand. And if I'm for abortion, I can still look and say, look, I understand. Just the term late term abortion is terrible. It just doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Any baby who's almost born being aborted sounds terrible. It sounds awful. So I get it why people who are against abortion are up in arms and feel so passionate about it. I just want to get us to a space where people who are willing, people who are intelligent, people who are thoughtful, people who are nuanced can have a sit-down conversation or a, a civil conversation wherever you are and say, hey, let's stick to the facts of it. And that's, the, that's not like the extreme people bomb in this misinformation that's just going to make us make everything tougher for us to kind of, you know, get along with work out, you know. And this is just this is what this show, this is the base of what this show is gonna be about. Just getting issues and just breaking it down, shred shredding all the the false stuff and getting to the facts, man, getting to the truth. We were talking about some serious, more serious like this, abortion, or you know, fuck uh, whatever, fucking story about Pat Mahomes contract, some shit. You know, we're just gonna speak, we wanna speak facts, we're gonna take the extremes out of it. We want to try to get down to the real of the conversation. And that's all that matters. Alright guys, that's it for the first episode of Un- Unorganized Thoughts. Please, please, please tell a friend. If you don't tell a friend, just to subscribe. Um, I promise you it's the first episode. And things are going to get a lot better. I'm kind of figuring out the technology. I'm going to be a lot more organized. Probably going to be a little bit longer. Probably get a little more in depth. So, please, I pay a break. I beg of you, people, give me a break. Give me a couple episodes. Get in my, get back in my my flow. Then we're gonna build on this. We're gonna really have some good conversations. We're really gonna try to stay on top of the stuff that's going on, you know, in the world, on social media, in the news, etc. We'll try to keep up with that because I I really believe that we can have we can be a source of real. And I don't care whether you agree with me or you don't agree with me. I just hope you look you look and say, oh, well, he gave his opinion. It wasn't biased. He s- stuck to facts and gave me facts I didn't know. And it wasn't just extreme rhetoric trying to fire us up. He was really having a conversation. I just want to have conversations, man. We're missing conversations. We're missing real nuanced conversations. That's what I'm trying to bring to the table. Again, subscribe. Um... New episode next week. I'm probably going to try to put them all Friday morning or Saturday mornings. One of those days. I haven't decided yet. But we're going to stick to Friday. We're going to stick to Friday or Saturday mornings. Anyway, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Until next time, people. Peace out.